You are now listening to The Gradient Radio, an open space to converse about creativity with creatives. And I am your host, Antonio Knox. And today we have a special guest. Today, our guest is a yoga lover, design snob, who is the owner of Rich Methods. Today, our guest is Shay. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for the intro. For sure, for sure. <laughs> How are you? Um, today, I am half terrified and half um, really well, really comfortable. Okay. I try to answer that question when people ask me it now, mm-hmm. um, instead of saying, good, that's my answer for today. So for the people who may not know who Shay is, could you introduce? Of course. Um, so I'm Shay. My real name is Diadria, but I go by Shay. Um, I want to talk about first who I am before what I do. So um, I'm a wife. I am a godmother, I'm a little sister, I'm a big sister, um, I'm a daughter, um, I'm a plant mom, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm an artist, yeah. Yeah. That's about me. So what is it that you do? Um, my full-time job, I am a graphic designer and photographer. And then I own my own business doing the exact same thing. So web design or or web design and photography. um, And um, yeah, those are the main things. Um, But I love, you know, I I think I love, actually, I'll say also really love to draw. I will say that Mm. that's my other thing that I really still like to do. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get to the point of calling yourself an artist? When was that moment that you declared yourself an artist? Um, I started calling myself an artist probably, I'd say about five years ago, because I hadn't taken an art class until my second year in college. Um, So I started out at Virginia Tech, that's a whole other story. Um, but then I transferred to Hampton University okay. and I took my first painting class and wasn't a great painter. Um, that's okay. And But I just fell in love with the process of art making or like making actually. Um, and from there, I think that's when like I started drawing, mm-hmm. uh, which I still love to do don't really get the chance to do but um but I think after that after I got more comfortable and got into um so I transferred from Hampton to VCU and then I got into the art program there and I think that's when I was like oh I can't actually do this because I was terrified to you know apply to the art program because I had never you know, taking an art class before. Mm. Uh, so when I finally got in, it took me three tries. Um, but when I finally got in, I was like, oh, I feel like I can carve myself an artist now. Like, I, I can do this. Um, so yeah, it took me three tries. Um, and then after I got in, I was like, okay, this is it. This it is. is this is it. I'm an artist. 
that's pretty interesting because most people started from like their childhood Mm -hmm. but it seems like yours started in like your early 20s yeah i feel like i've i've always been um photographing people so i've been doing that since probably high school but it was always for me yeah like i never i wasn't charging people and i wasn't seeking out clients or anything i just did it because i just it came naturally for me for sure um but i never saw it as like a job Mm -hmm. um and then yeah when i went to school i realized all the other stuff was not it um and i was everybody was so sure Mm. of like what they wanted to do and i was just like i have no idea yeah um but i'm always like when i know something is for me i know Mm -hmm. uh and when i took that class i was like maybe it's not painting but it, this is in the realm. Like, we're almost there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's in that, like, creative space. Yeah. 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 I just loved how people thought. Like, I loved the process. Um, and I loved that there was no, like, path. Like, mm-hmm. there was no, like, struct. It's structured. But there is no blueprint For to sure. the career of it. Yeah. Um, that was interesting to me. It's terrifying, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for for me it was kind of like different because I started off as a kid drawing and mm. then I got into um, photography, just like taking pictures yeah. of myself. And, mm-hmm. and then I had a brand that we had to like document and we didn't have like mm-hmm. capital. So like that's mm-hmm. how I got into like video. True. But like <laughs> coming out of coming out of high school, I wasn't sure. Like, mm-hmm. like just how you said, like yeah. there were people who were, appeared to be like so sure of mm-hmm. like the life they wanted to mm-hmm. take or like the things they wanted to do but for me i was like i don't really no i had i had no idea <laughs> i had no idea so like yeah. i think people would see me now and be like oh he just like kind of has it like figured out in mm-hmm. a sense but it's like mm-hmm. coming out of high school i had like no idea yeah. but i did make a decision that like if i was going to do this like creative slash slash art thing mm-hmm. that i was just going to like be the best at it yeah that was the only difference because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was like so many other people like coming out of high school that i thought was like better than uh, me so i was like i'm going to be better than mm, that person i want to be better you. than that person <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so ultimately that, that's where i'm that's where i'm at now basically true, true. yeah yeah no i um yeah mine was different mostly because my graduating class was like 120 people so okay. it wasn't that many <laughs> it wasn't that many of us and a lot of them excuse me weren't um going to going into like an art field yeah so it was just like yeah eh, we'll see yeah so tell me more about uh hampton because that was like the genesis yeah of I it all hampton. i absolutely loved it there i um so a little backstory, my older brother and my older sister went to Norfolk State. Okay. Um, and so while I was in high school, I like would take trips to Norfolk State and see it was like, just like, it was just the most beautiful, the most black <laughs> um, thing you could ever experience. And it was just like, I want this. Um, and they would sometimes go to Hampton, you know, because it's like right next door. Uh, it was a good time, but um, so I would go down there while I was in high school, um, but I ended up going to tech uh, first because of money and grades and 
things like that. For sure. Um, but I realized that tech was not it for me. Um, it's cold. Mm. Um, the 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 experience was nothing like what my brother and sister were having mm-hmm. at Norfolk State. And I was just like, I knew it could be different. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I got to get up out of here. Like, I, I'm always that person who, like, when I know, yeah. I know. Um, so I was like, I know that I'm leaving a lot of money on the table, like, as far as, like, scholarships and things like that. Um, and going to a place where I was, like, getting nothing, mm. um, like, absolutely nothing, and the cost was, like, twice as much. Mm. Um, but I was like, I got to go. Um, so I went, and I loved it so much. Um, so, yeah, I took my first uh, painting class there and just... Um, just really fell in, pro- in in love with the process of making, um, and then I had to go because um, the finance was just not there, and yeah. it is really expensive for sure um, to go to Hampton. Um, but I feel like I got what I needed, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so I took a break after Hampton okay. just to like my mom was like, "Okay, girl." we left this money on the table we went to we tried this so we just need a break Um, so I took a little break and then um, came to VCU with the hopes of um, getting into the art program but uh, it's a competitive super competitive yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so that's why I um, did advertising first then did design can you speak a little bit about your perseverance for not stopping and, you know, applying like multiple times? Yeah, I. Um, wow. Um, I think. I just some I, I don't know that I can explain it because I knew. So as my backup plan, I was doing advertising. Um, so I, I still graduated with one um, bachelor's degree in advertising, one in design. Um, so I was doing advertising with the hopes of like, I still want to, I needed that validation of just like, am I an artist? Like, can I do this? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would apply every year into the foundations program um and in the meantime i was like watching youtube because i had never like learned how to do these things uh so definitely watching youtube on instagram um but yeah just trying to keep learning and then my third year i had one year left i finally got into the art program Mm. and was like do i really want to stay four more years because at that point you know my my friends from tech we're about to graduate. Graduate, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what did I just do? Mm. But then I was just like, I think, like, having ownership over my my life and my story um, has been really important to me. And I feel like I don't, I didn't really care how long it took. Like after I got over the hump of just like my friends are about to graduate. Like, what does that like make me look like? Mm-hmm. 
after I got over that, I was just like, I'm gonna just do it. I just, mm-hmm. I just feel like my first instinct was like, yes. And so I was just like, okay, we doing it. Here we are, four more years, we here. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it uh, and I graduated in 2017. Mm. I mean, what? six years five years ago something like that yeah yeah time wow. is flying wow yeah. yes yeah <laughs> it does not feel that long ago but yeah 2017 yeah i was supposed to finish in 2012 okay mm-hmm. yeah i i, I kind of had the same feeling mm-hmm. like when it came to so i i, I went to community college for like two years mm-hmm. and then i decided i no longer wanted to go to school yeah um one because i didn't want to be become in debt mm-hmm. right yeah that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the thing and i was like you know what i went to school for it was like visual arts mm-hmm. and so like the professors we had were some of the prof- professors from vcu yeah and the things they were teaching us like mm-hmm. i already knew Oh, yeah. Okay. So like they would ask me like how to do this, how to do this. Yeah. So I was it's like, like it's okay, like, why am I coming to school? <laughs> exactly, right? It's like, why am I coming to school? Yeah. And I already yeah, know how to you. Ex- exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I, I just, I think like if I continue to go forward with this, then potentially I will find my way to being sustainable because yeah. ultimately like, that's the goal to be able to mm-hmm. do what you love, but also to be sustainable with it. Yep. And at the time. I didn't really like know that many people, but I was like, I'm, this is what I want to do. This yeah. is what I want to do. But I think like every May, <laughs> April, May, when I saw like my peers graduating, class. I was like, <laughs> yo, did I really make the right decision? Because yeah. like, you know, these people are having like diplomas on the wall and I'm just having like mm-hmm. nothing and mm-hmm. I'm doing what I love, but it's yeah. like they, mm-hmm. they actually have something tangible yeah. to show for it. Mm-hmm. And so like when you said like, when your peers were graduating yeah. and you decided to do four more years, mm-hmm. it's like, should I really do this? <laughs> but when you say you wanted to have control of your life, you didn't want to mm-hmm. like compare your life to theirs and like their mm-hmm. journey. I kind of like really felt that. Yeah, it's so important. Mm-hmm. It's so important to like understand that your journey is a personal one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. So you you eventually got to VCU and you were doing advertisement for the first couple years? Yeah, the first um, three years uh, were in um, creative advertising. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I um, started the art program. And to my sweet surprise, it was like, I was thinking we would do like, the first year is like foundation stuff so you're drawing you're learning how to draw that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. then we started the program and it was like oh we actually aren't using any programs so we're just like using our hands Mm -hmm. and I'm like I don't think I signed up I don't think I signed up like we didn't use like Photoshop or InDesign like nothing Yeah. our first like year and a half and you know Excuse me, when you're thinking of design, you're like, I'm trying to learn these programs. Exactly. Like, but it was, and I, now looking back, I love how they structured it because it was more about the process Mm -hmm. and, and not like not much emphasis was put on the final product, which I really love. And they also were just like, it's not really about the, 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 the final thing it's a it's way more about the idea yeah like what we were talking about earlier about 
technical, you know, difficulties For or sure. like challenges. Yeah. Like we have the content. Yeah. Like the yeah. content is mm-hmm. literally the gold part and the other stuff is like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So like I, I think that's what I like missed about not going to like school. Mm. Because, like, some of those lessons that, like, you've learned, mm-hmm. because I went directly to, like, Photoshop, the, the illust- like, those yeah. programs, so I missed a part of, like, learning about idea? the process, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and understanding, like, things take a process. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I got to the point of, like, okay, like, it's a process mm-hmm. to getting to, like, that idea. Yep. But, like, when you're in school, they just, like, tell you. Right. <laughs> like, this is, this is what you, this is what yeah. you have to do to, in order to get to the idea. Mm-hmm. And I think, like... I mean, there are different ways to go about it, but I think, like, sometimes, like, school, in many ways, like, mm-hmm. helped to get you to, like, that point. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. That's why I'm, uh, yeah, I didn't think about it like that, but, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once you finally got into the art program in mm-hmm. your fourth year, mm-hmm. what was that uh, journey like? Was it what you imagined it to be? Um. Like when I was finishing up. Yeah, because you said you did like the advertisement for three yeah. years, and then you got into, or was yeah. it? So I did. Um, I was basically like in my last year of advertising when I started my first year of art school. Um, so but art school is like, that was like the brand center. Was that the brand center? Or um, no? So it's like it's the graphic design okay. bachelor's degree, basically. Gotcha. For sure. Um, but yeah, so and that's. Um, I had a teacher, her name was Nicole, and she gave me, um, <clears throat> she connected me with the person who gave me, um, and I don't know if you've read this yet, but it's called Art on My Mind by mm-hmm. Bell Hooks, mm-hmm. and it um, it basically just started this whole journey of just like, why I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, we can get to that later if you want. For sure, for sure. I mean, yeah. if you could touch on it now, because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, what was that journey like once you read that book? Um, so the... I'll start with the book. Um, the book is, like, a bunch of essays, but one essay really stuck out to me. Um, and it was an essay called In Our Glory. Um, and it was talking about, like, how black people... Um, use their homes as galleries and so it was talking about you know when you go into a black person's home and you see the photos on the wall it's like it doesn't have to necessarily be this way like I don't think people are intentionally thinking of it this way but you fill your home with like images that you want to see more of or the people that you love or just like things that um, you aren't getting in like the mainstream media or like you know around like what you're surrounded by as far as media goes Um, and she talked about a black it was mostly geared towards um, a black southern home as a site of resistance um, as far as like photography goes and that was just like oh like my mind was blown and she was just talking about how um when your history has been erased or um erased like uh dimmed or anything of that nature 
um, you have a obsession with documenting things and how important it is um, for a, a black person, I'm not even going to say a person of color, but a black person to be telling a black person's story. Mm. And I was just like, this is like, ex- it put into words what I was trying to like say and do with my work um, at that time. Cause at, t- at that time I had started um, doing like client work with photography and I really, since I had a full-time job, I was very choosy about who I wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was mostly black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say almost exclusively black people. <laughs> um, and and that, when I read that, it was just like confirmation of just like why I wanted to do that. I really didn't go into it thinking about it like that, but I was like, oh, this is what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's when I, like, discovered that book. And then ever since, it's just been, like, one of... it's It It was one of my, like, lifelong dreams to do an exhibit with um, Bell Hooks. Obviously, she passed away. Um, but I really wanted to do an exhibit with um, her and kind of her words along with, like, my photography. And it was going to be, like redesigned into a black southern home i had this whole proposal mm. <laughs> had this whole proposal but um and maybe i'll still do it but for sure. yeah that's kind of where it, it was put into words yeah for me yeah so i mean that's incredible for for you to make a decision to go into college for another four years and then like that fourth year you received a book that mm-hmm. ultimately like changed your life or yeah. changed the course of like your art per Mm. se and how you wanted to move forward with it yeah what's the name of the book again art on my mind art on my mind (laughs) i haven't read that but i i definitely will uh pick that up i think that'll be my next read yeah because you read 100 pages (laughs) (laughs) you do (laughs) yeah i'm um i did read her book uh i think all about love i think that's what it's called yeah i read that one yeah so i'm definitely gonna pick that Mm. up okay um so it, it makes sense now um just like your your <laughs> your, your photography now yeah. and so something i talked about with a, another person was you know having the ability to select and choose mm-hmm. the type of clients you you want mm-hmm. because like you are sustainable in like one way mm-hmm. and like when you are sustainable in one way you don't necessarily have to take mm-hmm. whatever whoever mm-hmm. type whatever type of clients mm-hmm. um you said you started taking photography when you were like in high school or something like that or probably before then so like photography classes no just for photo- you just you were just taking oh, pictures practicing. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and then ultimately getting to the point of starting to take exclusive exclusively mm-hmm. black clients mm-hmm. um during like your fourth year Yep. what made you i mean obviously you read the book but what made you start to get to the point of taking clients mm-hmm. when initially photography was just kind of like a hobby per se Mm -hmm. um one the first real reason honestly is i needed money okay i wanted i didn't need money i wanted more money Mm. um i'm the type of person where budgeting is cool but like i'm like okay i need to make more money like i can't budget (laughs) anymore (laughs) 
I can't budget anymore. Like, I just need more money. Uh, so that was the first season. And I think the the one that comes after that is, um, sorry, what was the question? Yeah, what was the point that you started to do photography? Oh, for clients. Yeah, um, for clients. Uh, I think I I was still doing photography, but people were, it was like taking up more of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and my initial reaction was, okay, some of these people are gonna say no, and I give them a price. So like, let me let me just do that for sure, um, and see where it goes. Um, and people started paying, so I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I'm gonna buy the stuff that I want uh, as far as like gear goes, and I am just gonna see where this. I didn't really have a plan, uh, and that's mostly because. I had already had a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just like, okay, let's just see where this goes. And one of my really good friends um, from college was really interested in photography. And he kind of, like, showed me the ropes of just, like, the technical part. Because I just, like, I can figure it out. Like, I'm always on manual mode, and I can figure it out. But he's like... Okay, let me just let me just show you the the basics, and I'm like, okay, cool, I can. Let's okay, cool. <laughs> um, so once we figured that part out, I was like, all right, um, I'm gonna start charging people because it's taking up a lot of my time, and I'm a, I love leisure. Okay, you love, you love your free time. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when it started to like cut into that, I was like, okay, I have to make it worthwhile like what would i you know charge to make my time you know make it worth it for me yeah um so yeah i just that's kind of how that all started yeah and here we are yeah <laughs> <laughs> so when did you get to the point because i know you also came out with a, a book yes a book yes um i worked on a film with chaz um, called Don't Touch My Hair. Um, and I was doing um, behind-the-scenes work for it. And I also realized I love doing behind-the-scenes work. Um, I would much rather do behind-the-scenes than be the, the, the first photographer. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I was doing that work and also had, like, some work from just, like, personal projects mm-hmm. that I really wanted to be this. I wanted it to, to be in a collection. Uh, and I don't know where I read this or heard this, but um, I think the conversation was around, like, outside of a digital world, how will people view your work? in 20 years Mm. like what if instagram goes away for sure Um, it's possible yeah and it's like if all your work well obviously like a website or you know you can own it forever Mm -hmm. Mm, well we'll see (laughs) um but how will people view your work and i was like i don't have any work in physical form and so i was like okay i'm gonna just try it out i love print um and so i was like i'm gonna just i'm gonna just do it yeah um and so i really was thinking about like you know how i wanted people to view my work Mm -hmm. in about 20 years and i was like i want them to have like a 
a piece that I curated um, and that I I was very intentional about laying out. um, And it's exactly how I want people to experience the work. Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of how that started. Um, Just trying to put all my my favorite pieces together. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I definitely relate to that Mm -hmm. because... For me, everything I do, I think about it from a legacy standpoint. Yeah. All right. So, mm-hmm. like, you, you did a book, and I did my first book mm-hmm. back in 2016 because nice. I was thinking of the same yeah. thing, too. I was like, you know, if, like, these platforms go away yeah. and all of where the is digital work <laughs> is, is there, like, yeah. where is it going to go? Because I remember I was on a platform back in the day. Um, it was called Bebo. Mm-hmm. I was on I was on Bebo yeah. and it doesn't exist now and yeah. like all of my I, I created some like incredible pieces on there yeah. also with MySpace too mm-hmm. I and I can't go back <laughs> on those places because yeah. it doesn't really exist, doesn't exist. right so mm-hmm. it's like how can you create something that's self sustainable over mm-hmm. the course of years um, is by creating something physical right yeah. or creating a platform that like mm-hmm. or platform slash website that you can have yourself and yep. like people can continuously have control over. exactly so like honestly like that's why like this platform kind of exists like mm-hmm. it's it's yep. on instagram but it's not on instagram yep. like you have to go somewhere else to be able to view it mm-hmm. and so i I'm, I'm thinking about it from like a, a standpoint of like 20 30 yeah. 40 100 years from mm-hmm. now like how will people be able to like view this content yeah. and how instead of them imagining how it went how it went they can like see it like Mm -hmm. they can see like the story that you went through like a hundred years ago right like they can see like the type of person like your Mm -hmm. your body language like how you respond to things like you can like visually see that and so Mm -hmm. like that's why i wanted to be able to create this platform yeah for like a legacy standpoint and so like for you it it was that book Mm -hmm. so that's that's i i I completely (laughs) relate to that a, a lot um i bet so what what tools were you using? Um, what 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 kind of camera were you using? Lightroom, like. Um, I think at that point, I had a Canon seventy. Um, okay. And I was mostly using Lightroom um, because. Photoshop. I don't know that we. I don't know that we learned Photoshop in school. Oh really? I don't. An advertisement. You. Um. I don't know that. I think we learned about it. I think we learned about it, but I never photo. You have to get used to Photoshop. Like Photoshop is not very intuitive when you're first starting first okay yeah and so lightroom is the easier version in my for mind sure. um, editing wise yes yeah yeah um and most of my work in advertising always had to do with photography so i didn't making stuff in photoshop was like mm, uh i'm gonna just not do that um but yeah i think lightroom and the Canon 7D. That was <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, come a long way. So you eventually went to film, right? 
you had a film did you have a film yeah camera? i i um have one now what is the name of that one um i don't know why i'm blanking on the name is it like is it an icon it's oh it's i don't know how to pronounce it actually it's okay. m-a-m-i-y-a i don't know yeah me either uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but it's um it's medium format okay yeah and me. it's the one where you look down yeah. the, um i don't know the technical term for sure yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah yeah but i i love film because i love the process okay um i love that i cannot see the photos so it's just like you capture the moment and you keep moving mm -hmm. it's not like a do i look okay it's just like you get it you keep moving and that's like when i go on vacation now i do not carry my camera at all i carry like either my film camera or disposable cameras because wow. i'm trying to be more intentional about just like being in the moment mm -hmm. and like literally just being and trying to like capture it as i go mm -hmm. but not like oh this wasn't technically right or like oh this is you know it's just like okay the pictures is there i captured it yeah it doesn't really matter for sure know, yeah like i mean the end product is that's kind of like how it was back in the day before we had like all of these yeah. options to continuously take pictures yeah. like you had to really <laughs> capture that moment yeah. like you had to be intentional mm -hmm. with that film because you only got 24 yeah. shots exactly <laughs> exactly uh, so you aren't just snapping a million pictures it's like and you know the crazy thing is with film when i go to process it i can remember every single like shot, shot. Mm. and you know with digital it's like you take 300 right like, so you don't remember all of them eh. yeah but like with film i literally can remember every single shot that is crazy beautiful i love going on vacation too but i also love shooting film yeah vacation is nice <laughs> vacation is definitely nice yeah. I, I definitely want to take myself on a vacation soon yeah. uh, it's, it's, it seems like it's been a minute honestly mm. um so with the process of film did, did you learn that from school because like you said like there were i know like there you said like they told you about the process but like mm -hmm. film do you think there was like a correlation between going through the process of learning how to film and like mm -hmm. kind of like what you learned and um i didn't learn anything about film in school um i um i learned i took a class at studio two three actually okay um with yeah i took a, a class there to learn how, how to process it mm. um and then just went from there because i didn't know how to load it like i i had no idea i just know that i liked um the texture that it has um and i love the colors like i feel like digital cameras cannot replicate Not the colors close. that you get from film mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like, I need to learn how to use it. Cause I, my first film camera I got from like a thrift store for $25 and I wasn't even sure if it was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I learned at studio two, three, mm. shout out to them. Shout out to them. They, yeah. they made a, uh, so <laughs> uh, you, you studio two, two, three basically changed someone's life basically yeah, from, uh, uh, that's amazing. How to shoot film. Wow. <laughs> How did you, well, how to process For sure. Film. For sure. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure it looks good. Yeah. I'm sure does. it looks good. 
So have you framed any of those shots that you've taken? I have not. I have printed them all, though. Okay. Um, I try to encourage everyone to print their photos, so I've printed them all. Um, but I don't... No, I haven't framed them yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So once you graduated in 2017, mm-hmm. did you... Mm, your direction did you know where you wanted to go to like after school like you know did you want to like go full-time with Mm -hmm. a company or did you want to you know continue to pursue like this side passion yeah I um I feel like I've always known this uh but I know that I didn't I knew I knew that I didn't want to be doing it full-time Mostly because I loved the, um, one, I love to say when when and when I wasn't going to do it or when I wasn't going to accept work or, you know, things like that. Um, but I also, like, really value my free time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just, I want... And I want it to be fun. Like, I think I was also just like, if I do this full time, like, I'm going to, I didn't want to have to say yes. I think that was my main thing. Uh, I didn't want to have to say yes to work that I didn't want to do. Mm. Um, And I think also, I, so I had been, I've been working full time since 2011. Mm. So I've always had like, a nice little cushion mm-hmm. um, and I think that's also shaped my view on um, accepting client work because I don't have to do it like mm-hmm. I legit will give you a refund <laughs> if like I'm always asking do you think we're a good fit or like I'm I'm at the very beginning like let me see if we're a good fit before I say yes. Yeah. Um, Cause if we're not, we're not like, I'm completely fine if it's not a fit, like, and that's okay. I will give you a recommendation of who I think will work well. Um, I, yeah, I've always wanted that control over my time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's an interesting perspective. I've definitely heard some people who would keep a job so they can do their side job. Um, so, yeah, so they can do their side job um, on the side, basically, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. they, they just love to do it because yeah. their full job would sustain mm-hmm. the ability for them to do their side yeah. job, right, mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. their side passion. Um, but then you got other, like, entrepreneurs who are, who are, who are like, I'm quitting this 9 to 5. Yeah. I just want to do this, like, full mm-hmm. time, right? Yeah. So you have, like, two different perspectives yeah. of that, right? Mm-hmm. Also, but, just, I like my full time job. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you, if you like <laughs> it, then it, it helps, right? And if it pays money, like, yeah. it helps, too, at the same time. Yeah. So, like, you know, most people have a job that they don't necessarily like. So, right. so that's right. the difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you spoke about... I've never personally done this, like, mm-hmm. the fit for a client for mm-hmm. you. Like, I've never thought about that. Like, yeah. I've, I, I haven't, like, taken, like, every single client, but, mm-hmm. like, I I select and choose what kind of clients I want mm-hmm. to take if mm-hmm. I, based off of the project, not the client gotcha. per se, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, from your perspective, it's like, 
if it doesn't fit, like if the client doesn't fit me or mm-hmm. fit like what I'm trying to do, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to work okay. with them. <laughs> I think that's like a different perspective. Can you kind of mm-hmm. like talk about the process of like you choosing a yeah. client? Um, I feel like photography is very, I'll, I'll stick with photography um, for this topic, but photography is a very, it can be a very intimate thing. Like to be photographed by someone, you have to be, vulnerable enough to to be yourself in mm-hmm. front of the camera um and i it is also my job to get you there mm-hmm. um, to get you comfortable enough to where you feel like you can be yourself um but i think i think so i've never i've never been the one to like advertise my services as far as like oh, I'm having a sale, or oh, this is my price, or this is, you know, how it works. I probably, like, close to all of my clients either knew me first or they've been referred by someone who I've worked with. Like, it's I rarely get people who have no idea who I am or no idea of, like, who I've worked with. Like, almost all of my clients are word of mouth and so mm-hmm. for me i'm like cool this is great you know like how i work exactly um you know that like it's gonna be a very detailed situation like we're not about to just show up to a space and i don't know what you're wearing like i need to know what you're wearing i need to know like what you want to capture like there are a lot of things that like goes into behind the scenes before we even get to the shoot yeah um and yeah i feel like they have to be a good fit for me and Mm -hmm. i have to be a good fit for them or like it won't it'll work like you know obviously anybody can take anybody's photo but like i want it to be like great so i'm like this has to work yeah and if it doesn't it's fine for sure yeah there, there seems to be a lot of love and intimacy, like in the pictures that you've taken over the course of years, um, and I can see how that has to correlate with uh, mm-hmm. the kind of client that you work with. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it like to shoot just like not? I don't want to say shoot black people, but like <laughs> take pictures yeah. of black people in mm-hmm. different kinds of light that we haven't necessarily seen yeah. before. Um, it is, it has been the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced, mostly because black people are so, like, multidimensional. <laughs> um, and what, m- one of my favorite parts is, like, shooting someone that I, I know and, like, love, kind of, through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then shooting them in a more vulnerable space and and realizing they kind of aren't the same person, mm. which is even, I think it's even better. I don't know. I just feel like I love getting a deeper version of people um, than what I'm used to seeing or, or hearing about. Um, and it being like, their profile photo or like their most liked Instagram photo like that is like one of my favorite Mm. things like I just feel like there there are so many stories to tell um and I just I just think that it's beautiful like I 
I wouldn't want to tell anybody else's story. Yeah. <laughs> I have no interest in it. Um, even though I do do that for my full-time job sure. in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I truly love telling the stories of black people. So going forward, that's you only if would you tell anyone else's story? Because it seems like it, you said exclusively you only work with black clients, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, right? I okay. I will say this: I work with other clients. I I rarely post them. Okay. My Instagram is only black people. Okay. And that's for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I respect it. I I won't say I won't work with okay. you. Okay. But my, I love us. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. Have you thought about getting into film, like as like video and telling stories in that way? I haven't. Um, that, um, I haven't. It hasn't even crossed my mind, actually. Okay. So what, what type of stories do you want to tell through photography with black people um i and i'm actually thinking about um taking a break next year to figure this out um a break from like client work altogether um because i feel like i need a year to play or year Mm. and i don't want to give it a year we'll say however long it takes (laughs) um to play i feel like i miss playing um, I don't know, you know, what that would look like, but I think it would be centered around normalcy. Um, just because I feel like we always see images of people doing something and, you know, being their highest self. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what do you look like normally? Like, what do you, like, I don't know, what does your house look like normally? Or, like, what does what does your environment feel like normally? Like, I feel like I'm mostly interested in, like, this normal, um, joyous spirit of black people. And um, I think that's why I was really uh, into Barrett's work. Okay. Um, Yeah. It was very beautiful. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think that is gonna be the gist of what's next um but i just want to play for a little bit yeah yeah he's he's definitely intentional mm-hmm. about it when it comes to filming like specifically like specifically black people mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um do you have any photographers that you are inspired by like because when, um, you, when you when you spoke about when you speak about your work i immediately thought about like gordon parks obviously yeah, I love- Oh for my sure, gosh. like just like yeah. how he just like took he, pictures of every day, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, he has this um, piece called uh, "Boy and the Junebug." Yeah, and it is probably top five. Um, one of my favorite pieces of all time. Mm. It's just like he's a. Fl- I don't know what went behind, you know, creating that piece, Mm -hmm. but just to see a black boy, like, just being, I don't know why that's so beautiful to me, but 
it is um the colors were insanely great i just love that piece so much um gordon parks i would say um renelle madrano i love her and her work um i also love a lot of uh art that's not photography okay um i feel like that is also very inspiring to me Mm -hmm. um i think i love anything that solange makes i feel like she makes things that i did not know i needed (laughs) um and i love i love um christina martinez okay she's a painter um i love her work yeah i think a lot of um the inspiration that i um really love yeah doesn't necessarily have to be um photography i just think i love what i love (laughs) yeah it doesn't have i don't know that it uh it's it's always photography i respect it yeah i respect it did you have you ever seen uh the kendrick lamar uh video called elements no you should watch that if you love gordon parks Oh, did he? That that's the one where he redid the um the uh the I don't know if they were in Alabama. I know what you, the one with the gun. Yeah. The, the little yeah. yeah. Okay. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the imagery in it was inspired by like yep. Gordon Parks. Yeah, so, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, that that was like a beautiful, yeah. beautiful shot. That's one side. of my favorite series. Yes. From him. Yeah. Did you uh? Because I know like he they they had an exhibition from him a couple of years ago here. For Gordon Parks, yeah, 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 you went there. there. I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. Was it? Was it so good? Was it good? It was. It was. Um, I don't remember specific things, um, but I do remember. I think I remember things in in photographs. Actually, I do remember how it was set up, um, and it was it was like larger. The entrance anyway it was like larger than life like you felt like completely enveloped in the photo which was insane mm. yeah i definitely went <laughs> i regret that i don't regret i don't regret many things in life but yeah. i regret not not going to see that mm. for sure um for me like when i was when i was taking pictures i was taking pictures because i wanted to document my life mm-hmm. right i wanted to remember the moments remember specific moments of my life because you know they say as you get older some people begin to memories begin to fade you don't yep. remember as they once mm-hmm. were mm-hmm. and so i figured like if i can take a picture yeah. then i can remember that moment like mm-hmm. instantly and so that's why i started to take pictures that's so crazy <laughs> That's, that's normally how I remember things. Like if mm-hmm. I've taken a picture of it, I can remember it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. So like I was, I was going to ask you, is that kind of like the same way? And you just yeah. kind of like responded. <laughs> yes. That's so wild. Yeah. So you can, you could just like look at a picture and just write, you remember yep, like remember. that moment and like how you felt like that's, that's how it was for me. Like, yeah. I knew exactly how I felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. I knew like where I was standing when I took that picture. I knew yeah. like everything. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> But I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really taken pictures in a minute. So, and I also don't have like a, a camera, camera, to take photos. To take photos, it's it's not the same. You know, like with the film, it's vastly different than like a digital. Okay. And so, like the phone is not the same as a digital. I mean, it it is a digital camera, but it's not as like a SLR. Okay. So it's it's not the same. I want to be able to 
hold hold a camera okay. like with like two hands instead of one basically okay um so it's, it's it's different it's different and you know a lot of people haven't like realized i haven't like really taken pictures in a minute and mm-hmm. so like people still ask me like can you do this can you do this mm-hmm. i'm like i don't really yeah. do that anymore <laughs> but like like you said i yeah. can show you to someone else yep. who does mm-hmm. And so maybe maybe I will find my way back into a season where I'm, I'm yeah. taking pictures again. But like mm-hmm. this is not the season for that. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. That's OK. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I'm assuming that you learned graphic design while you were in school. Yes. So okay. I got one um, one degree in creative advertising, one in graphic design. OK. Yep. And so now you kind of do graphic design full time. Yes. Um, so I am a graphic designer and photographer um, full time. And then I do web design and photography um, with my business. OK. OK. Yeah. So tell me tell me about you. Tell us about your business. <laughs> um, my business uh, has developed into a. Uh, web design and photography um, business. At first, I was doing branding work and realized I didn't really like to do it. Um, And so I switched from that to um, creating websites and I'm still doing photography. But um, yeah, like I said earlier, I think um, I, I think I've gotten to a point where I um I feel like I'm working for someone uh, and not really working for myself. Um, yes, obviously, I'm, I still have a business and I'm technically working for myself, but I feel like I am. Um, you have to compromise like it can't be you can't be very precious with client work because you have to collaborate like you have to if they have a different vision than you you have to meet somewhere in the middle mm-hmm. um and that's cool but i think uh for me next year i want to i want to re figure out what my voice is as far as like what do i want to make without like anybody's input like what does that look like now um cuz i know what it looked like you know when i was in school and um was just like making work for the sake of making it mm-hmm. uh and i miss that i miss um where my mind goes when i don't have to do anything mm-hmm. or when i can be quiet without a screen any screen <laughs> <laughs> um i miss playing um and so um yeah i think when money's involved um there's a certain degree of you know, you you want your client to have the best possible product. Um, and that comes along with, you know, compromise. And that's cool. Um, but I think next, what's next for me is playing. Yeah. I'm happy about that. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Can't wait. To be able to, f- to be able to give yourself that time to figure it out or just like play and find mm-hmm. new ways of doing things and yeah. just... I'm, I, honestly, I'm going to say, like, I, I've never thought about that. Like, I've mm-hmm. never just thought about just, like, giving myself some time just to yeah. explore mm-hmm. and just, like, do different things mm-hmm. and not 
necessarily think about like the bottom line per se yeah. right like just that's the thing it's about been a minute. business it's like it's you want to not think about it <laughs> but you kind of have to yeah um and what would it look like if we didn't have to think about that anymore right yeah what type of person do you think you will be if we didn't necessarily have to worry about like those things um honestly i think it would be shooting i think i'd be my subject would be the same um so i still would want to um capture black people but i think i would want to focus more on the the people in my life so um my family and just like what that looks like because i feel like I've, it's everything has been so it's been outward mm-hmm. and trying to like tell these other stories um but i kind of really want to go inward and mm-hmm. and tell my sto- my family's story mm-hmm. um for myself and that's another thing like i literally just want to do it for me like mm-hmm. and for you know obviously the generations to come but like i the 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 you know the general idea is is for me mm-hmm. and that's it that's it's just something i want to do yeah 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 uh, honestly like when i was doing photography it was it was just for me mm-hmm. it was just like i said yeah. for me to like just capture those moments and remember mm-hmm. like it wasn't i wasn't trying to sell it to yep. anybody i was just like mm-hmm. i want to remember these moments in these times um yeah. and but then, like, because I was posting it on Instagram, people started to, like... People just reach out, and it's just, like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was I was hesitant at first, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, because I wasn't sure if, like, the quality of work was mm-hmm. what a client wanted. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Even though someone, like, even though a person reached out, mm-hmm. it was like, I liked it because I liked it. I don't, yeah. But I don't know if your taste is the same as my taste. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right? So I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if I shoot it this way... Mm-hmm. Or if I change my mind to shoot something totally different, are you still gonna like it I, like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was I was hesitant at first, but like those were the times where I was just kind of like doing it for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like most of my work, I'm doing it for me. Yeah, it's like only I think my perspective just changes when I do it for like a client, and yeah. so like when there when there's money involved, yeah, it's, it's just like completely different. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But, but I think I think that's like really great that like you just want to have that time for yourself and give yourself I don't want to say a year because you said you don't want to say yeah. a year but like <laughs> let's uh, see how long it takes <laughs> <laughs> a, a certain amount of time that you just want to do something mm-hmm. and, and play and, and, and do it for yourself and you know create these memories um, I've, I've had uh, a, a guest on this um, season mm-hmm basically say they want us to start get back into like documentation yeah um for them and like their family because mm. i think she said that like is it was either her or or her husband one of them that said like one i think one of their parents passed and they couldn't mm. remember like the, what their parents sounded like so mm. they wanted to be able to document for like they have kids yeah and so they wanted to be mm. able to document for like their kids so like in the future, mm-hmm. you know, when they pass, mm-hmm. you know, their kids can still remember yeah. what they sounded like or what they looked like that and what they were doing. And so, so cool. 
I kind of like compared it to like yourself, yeah. like the documentation you want to do for mm-hmm. yourself and your family is ultimately kind of like the same thing. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it's so important to, <clears throat> um, like I was saying earlier, make sure, y- y- making sure who's in, or how can I put this? Um, being intentional about who's in charge of telling your story or telling your family's story um, because you're closest to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they can't tell it, the next best person should be telling it. For and, sure. You know? Uh, but no, I think that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have a dream of um, creating something in the realm of like how ancestry does excuse me does like the um the tree branching of your family mm-hmm. but i want to add an element of storytelling so like what was that person's favorite song like what beyond the like they give you like documents and stuff but like what beyond the documents who was that person mm-hmm. um what what you know photos do you have of them like i want a complete story um as complete as you can get um and i think that is kind of like what i want to start working on for my family um and that's and i think that comes from like um my grandparents uh i never got to meet my uh, maternal grandmother um so i i, I know her through stories mm-hmm. and uh, my paternal grandmother um, passed away when I was really young so I have been learning about her through stories so it's like how do we for the next generation what does that look like as far as you know them understanding where they came from because it's it's important to know that for sure yeah so, yeah yeah I, I think that's why like the evaluations for social media companies are so high mm-hmm. because even though like we're kind of going through the things now, right? Yeah. But, like, if you think about it in the context of, like, 100 years from now, mm-hmm. right, the thing that you're asking for, you can see. Yep. Because people, like, you know what your grandmother thought, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at that time. You knew what type of music she was listening yep. to at that time because, like, she either tweeted it or she posted about it in mm-hmm. the stories. Like, so I think that's why the valuations for social media companies are so... Mm-hmm masses because they're yeah. going to have all of this data mm-hmm. on people yeah <laughs> now it's just crazy to think about <laughs> exactly right do i want my you know future i don't know to be read my tweets from <laughs> Facts. oh goodness it's just like you know those old old facebook um 100 when they pop up the memories it's so it's so cringy <laughs> I hate them. Just like the capitalization. Woo, it was yes. just, it was amazing. It was it was <laughs> it was lowercase capital. Yeah, it was like up Like it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy just to think yeah. about like at them times like we were comfortable with saying those yeah. things or like doing those things. Real free. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like a vastly different story. Yeah. It's a different story. Yeah. Okay, so we we talked about your the things that you've accomplished in the past. Mm-hmm. What do you see for yourself in the next couple of years? What are the things that you want to accomplish? Um, <clears throat> I think at the forefront is uh, free time to play, uh, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. 
um, and seeing where that takes me. I think I, I still have the goal of um, working with <clears throat> Bell Hooks's words um, since she is not here with us physically um, and creating something with her words and my photography um and then I want to work behind the scenes for for Solange like that is doing photography of course um yeah I I and I talked about this earlier of just like realizing I don't need to be or want to be um kind of like the main I don't know what you call it in the photography world but it's like the the main person shooting yeah I would love to do behind the scenes of her on like whatever yeah at this point um just because I think her mind is incredible and I know that it comes with the team as well but um I just she she always gives me what I need or what I didn't know I needed for sure um, and I would love to to photograph her. Mm. Yeah, those uh. are the main things. First of all, it's play. <laughs> I need free time. Um, and play doesn't even have to mean work. It could just be being like when you don't have to be anywhere, do anything. What do you do? Yeah. Because um, I don't know what that feels like. I, I don't. I don't remember the the last time. You know, for for an extended period of time, more than like a vacation or like a week, um, that I've just been able to to play. Yeah. Yeah, I I realize like freedom comes with having capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. To to be like truly free, you have to mm-hmm. have money, basically. Yeah. Um, and so there's a guy I know. I, I know of him and he says like because he's he's made a lot of money mm-hmm. and he says like I'm free because he's like he doesn't necessarily have to work for money anymore yeah. and he's in a space where like his money just kind of like works for himself so he's like mm-hmm. he understands what it speeds to be free and to um, have that uh, time to do whatever yeah to play to, yeah. to sleep to do nothing do like do? that's that's like <laughs> that's like a, a that's that's true I, I believe that's true freedom in, yeah. a, in an American sense right like you choose how you spend your time you choose how you legit exactly exactly because yeah. you know we understand with like capturing moments that like mm-hmm. moments change yep. time passes and mm-hmm. like the only true currency we really have is like the time yeah. basically so like if you can find a way to be able to get that back with like mm-hmm. having money um that's like the ultimate goal in in mm-hmm. many ways um for sure for sure so what would you say to a person um in the beginning process mm-hmm. of like their journey you know someone who is didn't necessarily start to become like a creative or mm-hmm. an artist per se until like their early 20s um yeah. what would you say to um, that person I would first say, um, please get comfortable with there not being a plan or a blueprint. Um, and part B of that is get comfortable with knowing that this work 
is a personal journey. Like you, there, there will be many, 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 many people doing the exact same thing as you. Um, but the difference is, is you like you, no one can create what you can create. Um, and I think it's important to, um, before, before putting your work on Instagram or, or out into the world, um, make sure you like it, make sure you like what you're making and make sure it's, it's coming, um, from you. Obviously everyone will be influenced by someone, um, but make sure it's, it's work that you like and that you're making it because you just want to make it. Um, I think it's so important to like develop your style and develop like what your message is going to be, um, personally before, you know, the likes come. Cause it's like, once you get the likes, I feel like if you, once you get the likes and you haven't kind of determined what it is you want to say and what you want to do, um, it's easy to be like, oh, they like me doing this. So I'm going to do this. Um, so I would say just like in yourself, um, make sure you like the work, um, that you plan to put out and also, um, ask, uh, ask questions. Um, I, I am not a formally trained photographer, um, but I have asked every question, um, you can think of, um, the, with the technical things. I feel like I have the vision. Um, I, I don't always know how to fully make it possible. Um, but I, I surround myself with people who can help me in that way. Um, but I think it's also, it's important to have that initial idea created just solely by you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I would say. Hey, um, I told her before we started this that she was going to be dropping some gems, and she <laughs> she dropped the gems, especially that one. Yeah. Um, now, nah, thank you. Thank you for coming out. Thank you for taking some time to just us having this chat for people to be able to look at and be inspired by. Um, is there anything you want to ask me? Is there anything else we could potentially talk about, or are you? more about you i feel like <laughs> <laughs> you um you can be mysterious i'm i'm uh i want to know more about you okay anything specific um i want to know um well, okay i want to know two things i want to know um i want to know why you do what you do like what's what's your reason um and let me do part b later okay for sure let's start with that one as far as just creating in general or this platform in particular uh i think i know a little bit of, about why this one was created so okay. like i'd rather know in general for sure um i think like one of my goals in life is to inspire mm -hmm. well i think like many people are called to inspire but 
I I intentionally use my platform um, when I say my platform like Instagram yeah and like the things that I post on there just to inspire people because mm-hmm. I, I feel I, I believe if if I'm able to do it then like others are able to do it as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. just coming from like my 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 background and mm-hmm. I kind of like spoke about this a little bit like in a cup like last season mm-hmm. um, last season I spoke about it was an episode with Lauren I think like towards the okay. end mm-hmm. and I spoke about like how I didn't necessarily think I was supposed to be here, like as a like human, mm-hmm. right? I think like my birth was kind of like an accident per se, mm-hmm. um, and because of that, like it's either I can look at like my being here from like two different two different perspectives. It's either um, I could take advantage of this time because I kind of like cheated my way through mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. and use that to like inspire people, or mm-hmm. I could have looked at it as like, "Yo, like, why am I here? I'm not supposed yeah. to be here right now." Mm-hmm. So, but I just choose the former, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. to inspire others and to to live a life of um, to live the life that they want to live. Yeah. You know, because we have the the gift of free will to do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we, we also have the power from like wh- what we speak and how we speak, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So whatever you say after I am, that is like mm-hmm. what you become, yep. right? So for me, I just use the I am in you know something positive mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. that because we we've all especially in the black community we've seen like the opposite like mm-hmm. of like the negative mm-hmm. after the I am mm-hmm. and so I was like and I've also taught ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And so, like, I want to be able to see what is the positive side of that. And so, like, every time I do something and there is a return from it, a return of, a return of investment from, like, the positive things mm-hmm. I do or say, then I know, like, if I can do it. Because in many ways, I believe, I, I believed mm-hmm. that, like, I wasn't supposed to be here, that, like, then you can do it. You can do it, too. Hmm. Right. So like I tried to I've I've instilled that into myself, but I wanted to like instill that into like other people. And so like that's why like I kind of like do what I do to Hmm. inspire and, you know, be a catalyst for others. Nice. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's beautiful. Hmm. Nice. Appreciate it. Um, That's it. Yeah. Part B, okay. No, I think I think that answered what I was. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, for sure. Uh, yeah, thank you once again. Thank for, you for this coming out. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was great. It was it was awesome. You dropped gems, um, and you gave me your time. Basically, that's like the most valuable thing that we have as humans. Because this is all temporary. It's a hundred percent. All of this is temporary. So, um, yes. So that is Shay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Antonio Knox, and this was the Gradient Radio.